Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... <laughs> Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Let's do it. Yeah. Do this it. is going to be a fun one. I can't wait, what, wait. Wait, what was that? What was that fun? Do it. Just do it. What? You're like asking me as ben if Stiller, I don't know. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. No, I was In what movie? To... In what movie? Um, Starsky, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, we're not going to... This is not a trivia podcast. This is a podcast about parenting and relationships and kids and naughty things. And it, just don't have your kids in the room when you're listening to it, okay? Fair enough. You've been warned. <laughs> What's your name? Who am I? What's up, buddy? Hi, love. How are you, pal? You know, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's not the same. You're not sitting next to me brushing my shoulder. But this will do. This will do. I think last week, yeah, when we were sitting next to each other doing the podcast, my instinct was to like grab you and hug you, and I'm like, "Is that like inappropriate?" Like our spouses are like right there. I was like, "Get over I mean, here!" You didn't make out with me. It's okay to hug me. Yeah, but I think I would like slapped your ass a little. It's all right. Come on, come on. Oh, Don't, that's what good friends do. They slap each other's ass. You know what? I reminded myself of when I visited you and friends and family on the East Coast. That you hate New York City? Not that I hate New York. I think I hate New York in the summer. Yeah. That unbearable humidity and the stink Mm. of the garbage and everything is like, oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was not ideal. It's not ideal. And that's why people leave in the city. Like, that's why people are like, you always hear people go out to the Hamptons. They're like, they leave because it's vile in the city. It's like unbearable. There's no, there's no like breeze. And like, unless you're in like Central Park, it's just, it's just gross. So on the weekends, you get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, well, I have my usual random stuff I want to ask. Let's do you. it. Let's do it. I'm ready. You, you might, my typical, let me run down what's on my mind with Nicole. Uh-huh. Nicole, so last night I had my softball championship. Okay. And I hit two three-run home runs over the fence, like bombs. And I was so excited. And I wonder, is it totally normal for someone to be excited as a grown-up about rec sports? No, it's not. Because Matt, I don't know if you, did he tell you when he was here that he was joining a softball league with some of his guy friends? Yeah, he did say that, yeah. So he started, he's had two games now. And like, he is fucking pumped. And he's talking like he's a real baseball player. Nicole, I came home last night. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you a picture right now. And you're going to be like, yo, for real? Like, you're, I, I was, hold on, I'm going to send it to you right Wait, now. And I'm going to send you a picture of Matt when he was prepping for his first game. I got the MVP award. 
Oh, honey, I'm and so proud. What our, a good we, boy. We won what the we, we won the Valley Championship and I'm not going to lie, I was abnormally excited. And okay. is it is it weird to be excited about stuff like that? And I say no because I saw a study that said what keeps you young and living longer and the number one thing on the list was being active. exercise, activity and and like just being active athletically even if yeah. it's softball or pickup basketball or whatever but yeah, i just showed you look at look at oh look you at me. look so cute i'm so happy right what up dude so i am currently in the and i'm air quoting playroom and um matt just brought keegan in because we're gonna do some renovating did you have fun yo, today buddy yo show, show matt show matt my mvp oh matt show. come here oh, matt, matt matt come here yo Guys Rich, can understand. Guys Matt, can understand. Rich wants to know if you are this excited about playing softball. Matt, I soft- hit Matt. I hit two bombs like 300 feet yesterday, really? and I was telling the call. I felt as excited as I did playing little league. Like we that's, won the championship in the valley. That's awesome, dude. I, so Matt, is it lame to get excited about adult rec sports? I don't think no, it is. I think dude, it's fun. I, I started playing softball. I played two games, and I was pissed that I went one for three in both I mean, games. Furious, but I haven't, I haven't swung a bat in 15 yeah. years. But oh, wait, it's tell him what you've been saying. Like, all, he's talking like he's... Yo, I flashed the leather. Stop saying that. Dude, he's got the glove. What do you want what? him to say? I'm flashing the leather. I'll, however, I don't play work. I don't play for Cobra Kai the way that you apparently Yeah, but do. what is your, the name of your softball team? The Sticky Bandits. Oh, that's a good it's one, from, too. It's from Home Alone, and it is a marijuana reference. All right. There you go. Okay, good. Two, thing, two things Matt likes. Home Alone and, <laughs> he and marijuana. Being, he loves being home alone with his marijuana. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. I'm proud of you. That's I, awesome. You look very I, cute in that. I, I, honestly, it was like I, I felt embarrassed for how excited I was. I, no. I, I get home and I'm like, Sarah, she's like, how was it? I'm like, I hit two home runs over the fence. I'm so I proud. was the MVP. <laughs> I, was, I was like, how nerdy yet awesome. Um, all right. A couple other things. How do you feel about people realizing that it's cheaper to take a European vacation to see Taylor Swift with their kids. Like, hey, yeah. airfare, hotel, and tickets, let's yeah. go somewhere overseas instead of trying okay. to see her here in, like, fucking Denver or something. So two things. It's interesting that you're saying that. Parker went with her best friend, um, her best friend Charlotte. The dad had gotten, uh, I don't know, a few tickets for her to invite a few friends, and that's how she ended up going. It must have, like, cost him an arm and a leg. And even though I'm in the industry, we've discussed this ad nauseum, I like was not able to like to get her in until like the last second I went for work. Mm-hmm. So he they had they had such a great time that once that all the like the European dates came out, he started trying to get in into all of those. He just got two tickets to go to Wembley Stadium way cheaper than what he did going right here at MetLife. I mean, like how wild is that? Yeah, it's just nuts. And so he's just going her like Parker's like, Am I invited? I'm like, no, Parker. He, he, he's like, how wild you to think this guy, airfare, hotel, yeah. going overseas. Nuts. Nice. And it sort of equals what it would take to get two tickets to see her at like MetLife. Wait, you want to know something funny about Taylor Swift? I spoke yeah. with the New York Times yesterday about Taylor Swift. They reached out and wanted to discuss with me, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna definitely say something dumb," or like, "I have no business speaking to the New York Times." Right? Like, imagine the Cole misspoke, and all the Swifties came after you. I did. I was trying to be very careful about what I said. I did not want to misspeak. I didn't want to like say something like that was going to be shocking that they were going to be like, oh, great quote. We're putting that in type of thing. So I don't know. I think I did a good job, but I was very intimidated. I'm not going to lie. It's like uh, you don't want to get on the bad side of the beehive. Right. Or the Swifties. Or wait, who else was it that they will? Oh, 
the um the army, the BTS army. Oh, you know you fool, you don't want to mess with them. Yeah, because we just interviewed Jungkook from the B, from BTS. Uh, the, and the K-popers, I mean, they love who they love and they love those boys. And if you even like misspeak or say like one thing that they think maybe is mean, oh, they come for you in droves Nicole, on Twitter. You might laugh. Like I guarantee there's like grown men and women listening to the show totally. saying, "Oh, really? You're scared of a bunch of Swifties yes. on Twitter?" Yes. Let me you tell should you, be. you should these be. teenagers like threaten people's lives. Yeah, it's not a joke. Like, it's not a joke. It's it's Anyways, weird. It's very yeah. weird. Well, anyway, um, not weird. I mean, they're great people. Um, yeah. So, a couple other things I wanted to bring up to you. A couple historical historical things. Historical things going on here. Yeah, that happened see? that I, I want to know if you remember because you're a little younger than me, but you're not too young. Thanks. I mean, Re- you actually, look good. Kids you look good, but not- you could say thank you, Botox. Uh, yeah, for sure. But also, I keep my I keep my shit tight. Keegan said yesterday, "What was it like in the olden days?" To me yesterday, like, you fuck, you're lucky, you're cute, and I love you because I'll fucking end you. The olden days. What was yeah, it like you know, in the olden Nicole, days? Not not to not to blow you up a little bit, but you you look really good for your age. And now my wife would say that's a passive aggressive compliment. Yes, it is. It's but, really I mean, rude. H- how do you say like well, you're forty, right? How about just you look great? Yes, I'm forty. How about you look great? That's it. End it there. Not for if you your told age. Me, if you told me you were thirty two, I'd believe you. I will fuck you right now over over the screen. I mean, I know this. Um, <laughs> Split screen fuck. So, so what was I saying? I don't you, know. Distra- you distracted me by that great offer. Um, you look great. Yes. Oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, oh, a couple guys- olden things that uh, I, I'm curious if you remember. Okay, go. So this week, uh, you know, like I look at this stuff all the time. I'm sure you do for when you prep your shows, like yeah. on this day. Yes, yes. So 33 years ago this week was when Roseanne Barr did that offensive national anthem. Do you remember that as a kid? I liked it. Remember, she's like, oh, yes, say, right. it was awesome. It was she better, it was better than It was better than Fergie's. She spit, grabbed yeah. her crotch, and right, even that President stuff was offensive. Yeah. Even President Bush at the time, the old Bush, Bush Sr., yeah. was like, it's offensive. Like, so that was a big deal. And I feel like a lot of people are like, wait, Roseanne had an offensive national anthem? You don't remember? I do, of course. Yeah, I remember. And 32 years ago in 1991, let me ask you if you uh, I'll give okay. you a trivia question. Okay. This superstar in the world of children's programming got in trouble in a movie theater. Oh, Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman was jerking off in a movie theater, but it was an adult theater. It wasn't like, yeah, he wasn't watching Terminator 2. He wasn't like is, watching, uh, he wasn't is, watching Aladdin. Which is weird that like they had adult theaters. And what did they think people were doing in those adult theaters? Just sitting there eating popcorn and popping fucking Mike and Ike's? No. No, they They were jerking winkies. off. Yes, they were jerking off. And you know fucking, what? If, uh, if that happened today... I think Pee Wee Herman would be like, I have a sex addiction. And people would be like, yeah. oh, send them to rehab. He's fine. I, I think our view yeah. on sexual- sexuality now would be like, he was expressing himself. Yeah. Also, now it's like um, like his outfit would be like, like what like what kind of suit is that? And now you're just a hipster if you wear a suit that looks yeah, like Pee-wee, that, right? I, I saw a funny meme that said <laughs> yeah. Pee Wee Herman's outfit is now what my kid wears to their yeah. prom. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, Ask your husband later on. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to call him in again. No, I think no. he'll get annoyed. Ask your husband later on because I bet you the answer is yes. What? Has he ever been to like a porn shop where like you jerk off in a booth or something? Oh, I, I just, you see me like nodding my head like, yeah, he definitely has. He probably, um, I get, he has. I, you have you? I, I, I'm not going to say I haven't. Have you ever been to a porn shop where you jerked off? I'm Wait, fuck. Have you ever Matt, been oh, ask Matt. I need to know the answer no, before have you ever, you need to. Have you ever been to a porn shop where you jerked off one of those ones? Uh, no, like a, like a. Have you? I 
You're lying. He hasn't. Oh, wow. He's a better man than me. Look I mean, him. I never have. Look at him. <laughs> I don't care. Did you do it? Did you jerk off in a porn show? <laughs> I didn't finish. All right. Anyway, um, more things I got to ask you before we get into you what you done? hate this week. You're never no, I'm done. done. You have such ADD. Oh. Um, Joe Biden's dog is biting everyone. What do you do when the president's dog bites seven people? You know what? Keep the dog. That's fine, right? Like, keep the dog. But, like, can, can you put a beware of dog sign at the White House? No, but don't they also listen? I don't want like, to get any like animal activists. Like, I'm the biggest animal lover ever. Don't they have those things just to keep the safe if the dog happens to have that type of behavior? Like, not like a muzzle, but something so they can go out and they can breathe and everything, but it just keeps yeah. it so they can't bite you. Can't you just do yeah. that? Yeah. You can put that on yourself if you want. I, I'm not going to do muzzle. that. Muzzle. Muzzle it. Um, and lastly, Actually, not lastly, I have more. Uh, How do you feel about all these athletes getting paid insane insane amounts of money? Well, like, first of all, I yeah, I did hear that there was like a two hundred or three hundred um, million. Justin Her- Justin Herbert just became the highest paid quarterback. The Herbs. Um, Jalen Brown of the Celtics is yeah. making like sixty million dollars a year now. Um, yeah, and, and I know it's it- I know it's blood money and it's quote foreign blood money from the Saudis. But did you see Mbappe, the soccer player, was offered a billion dollar contract? Okay. It was actually happened because we talked about it this morning on my show on Hits One, and it was, um, yeah, I think that the, up until that point, the highest paid person was like five, like half a billion. But yeah, like, listen, my thing is this, and like, we don't need to get into this, but like, yes, sports stars, we get it. athletes, they get paid a lot of money, but like a billion dollars, there are people that are saving lives that should be getting way more if a fucking soccer player, a you football don't believe in, player. You don't believe in capitalism? You don't believe in free marketplace? I don't want to do this right now. I don't. I I don't want to talk about capitalism. I don't even think I can tell you the, the definition NBA, of capitalism. Let's say the NBA. The I don't want to do this. Wait, I don't want to do NBA it. Makes, the I NBA makes billions of dollars. Who should get the money then? The owner? Are you are you a fan of billionaires? No, I'm not a fan of billionaires. Fuck you. And All right. Billions. So who do you rather get the money? The players, right? Yeah, but I mean, don't just share with me. At least you gotta share. No, but I'm saying if if like. If if a if a team makes billions of dollars, who should get the money? The players on the field or the rich owner sitting? The uh, players his, on the field. Okay, so there you go. Okay, I am done with that. Clearly, you get your butthole got all tight it for did. the first like, time ever. And my butthole's <laughs> always tight. I do not like people in there. <laughs> it's not a no, it's not a, a no, frequently what, visited place. I'm gonna look at my hair. What did we used to say that it um uh it was like a velvet it's behind a velvet rope. Yes. All right. Um. I think I might be done bothering. Oh, you. Oh, good. Oh, God, is it insensitive help. to to uh? Is it insensitive to wait until August to see Oppenheimer for the day when we actually bombed? No, you know what's interesting? I couldn't tell you anything about it, but I remember writing like a book, not a book report, but like a report, a history report with my dad. We had to choose like a, something that happened in history. And I remember I was going to do um, the bombing of Hiroshima. And then I was like, nah, like I didn't want to. My dad was like, let's do the bombing of Nagasaki because like that's the like the one that's like less known about. Then I read like all this stuff, but like, I mean, I'm on fucking Instagram of like that they had actually bomb used the um, the atomic bomb on like other minority countries before that. I don't want to talk about this. I think Me this neither. is- Me neither. This uh, is- Move on. Jeez. Well, you're the Boring. one who brought fucking Oppenheimer. Let's talk about the sex scene, apparently, that people are like loving in Oppenheimer. I'll let you know how I feel about it when I see it. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, and then we'll get into what you hate. Tom Brady and Irina Shayk. You love, love it? it? Love it. You know, I love and, it too. And, and, and apparently I wonder, Giselle hates it because they obviously are both supermodels and well, probably I have, have question, history. Have you ever been- intimidated by someone you're dating's exes mm-hmm. 
Because Tom Brady, you would think, how could Tom Brady ever be intimidated? He's Tom Brady, but her exes are Bradley Cooper, Kanye oh. West, and Ronaldo. So it's like, she is, you know how people love to be like, Leonardo DiCaprio with all the hot girls or whoever? Yeah. Yo, let's talk about Irina Shayk and how she's got a roster of studs. Like, she is the woman, huh? Yeah, like, part of me, like, if let's say, like, I was able to land Leonardo DiCaprio, which would never happen. Let's just say that I did. Like, I would be so proud of myself, but I would feel so much pressure to like that I would never live up. Like, my body is not that of a Victoria's Secret model. But I'm saying, like, guys get high fives when they have like a hot girl list of people they hooked up with. Yeah. You don't think Irina Shake should get like a high five? Like, let's high five that bitch. Let's do it, baby. That's what I'm saying. I'm in. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze. And it felt a little like. Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures, contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. All right, well, what do you hate this week? Let's get into it, buddy. Well, I mean, I kind of wanted to talk about this in a little bit, but I just have to start. I... I me and Matt are fighting so bad right now. Like, since you've left, it's been like, I hate him. Like, I honestly, I want to throw him out the window. Is it because when I left, you're like, why can't you be more like Rich? No. Is that, that is uh, not, no? Okay. That is not <laughs> I thought that might well, be the origins. Like, Okay, man. so the, I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. This is what I hate. Now, you know, it's very stressful living in New York City, especially when, like, the like obviously inflation's everywhere. But, like, you know, we live, we spend tons of money to live in a box. It is, it's very tough. And we just got a renewal for our apartment. And it was like... The amount of money they were asking was like, this is a box. Like, This is not yeah. worth that much money. I, I so, won't give out numbers, but the numbers you were saying I could were have absurd a, to me. I, I could I have just a want, mansion. I, no, not a mansion. You could have you could have a mansion most places. Like, It's not like one of those like, oh, I rent an apartment in New York, and in, in another city, I could have a beautiful yeah. house. What Nicole pays for a doorman three-bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. the number that she pays for rent a month, I would love your guesses at have kids, they said. I would love you because it yeah. is absurd. Yeah. Where I was like, yo, you guys could legit buy a multi-million dollar house yeah. anywhere and your mortgage would be less. What yeah. the fuck? Also, guys, make sure you're following us. I mean, I know you follow at Mashup uh, Nicole and at Rich Davis, but like follow at Have Kids They Said Pod on TikTok, on Insta. Come on. We want, you know, let's yeah, grow let's the family. Have Kids They Said Pod. Okay, go on. So... So we they give us this new number and I, Matt's you know he's dealing with all of that and he's like you know we we don't have to be out till like the middle of August blah 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 fine cool um and then he's like I don't want to live here anymore I'm like can can you at least go deal with them and see like let's just see if we can get them down a little bit like yeah, just for like peace of mind he's like I'm waiting to hear back from them blah 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 so then we find this sick place he's like let's just look we find a place a block away we fall in love with it it's amazing so it's not like I'm going that far right same area same neighborhood a block from the school it's very great. Right. It's just and the amenities are beautiful. We're going to be saving money. So just for me, because I'm a fucking dick, 
I go down to the management office and I was like, just like chat real quick because I'm just curious because in our search for the apartment, for, for a new apartment, I find one of the apartments in this building, same layout for like a thousand dollars less. And I was like, how oh, lot? Nicole, Priceline negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> so I go down. I, I do my whole spiel. I can be a total animal when it comes to like customer service things. But I just felt like we were being done dirty. So I'm talking to all this, all this, all these things. And she goes, I mean, we've been, try- been trying to get a hold of you. I mean, the lease was over 7-1. Oh, really? Matt. Oh, July 1. She, she goes, you are, you're going to need to vacate the premises. She uses those words. You're going to need to vacate the premises. Again, I'm being kicked out. The last time I was kicked out was because of Matt. We got kicked out of a house down in the Outer Banks. You remember. So now she's saying we've been trying to get a hold of you. You're gonna, and I was like, what do you mean? She goes, I just don't think there's that much like negotiation room when your lease is now up in a week. And like we, it was already up 7-1. 7-31, they want you out and you need to give us your keys. So this feels like very serious. And I was like, I just, I don't, Matt says he's been waiting to hear from you. She goes, we had contacted him multiple times. I was like, there's got to be miscommunication. She goes, no miscommunication. I can see that he's viewed the document the, like the lease multiple times. And now my blood is boiling and I'm like, I fucking hate you. Right. Because now this is like, you're not just like messing with me, but you're like, you're messing with my children and like our life. So he's a, he's in the past, he's been a big procrastinator and I'm like, you're procrastinating. And and now I feel like you're lying to me because you were just like, you wanted to get the fuck out of here anyways. And you wanted to go your way. Long story short, I'm like, I'll be back. I'm just going to go up and chat with my husband. Go upstairs and I go, we need to talk. He looked like pee was streaming down his leg. He was so scared of me. Like the fear in his eyes, like he didn't know what it was, but he knew like it's over for me. It's over for me. He's so like, I'm, she meant nothing. You're like, what? I mean, <laughs> oh, uh, um, what, what, what's going on? I'm like, I'm so I mad. was drunk. No. So um, he tra- <laughs> was I needed just, those golf clubs. What? No. It was, uh, <laughs> it was just once, I swear. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I should have been honest about what I'm into. Oh, what? Yeah, what? so many things it could have been. Anyways, so he realizes he got got. Right. Like he realizes he's like, but it's not, he was like, there's a, there was a little bit of miscommunication. He was like, I don't know about the seven one. I kind of was like not dealing with them because I'm done with this place. And I just didn't want to deal with you being like, you know, the back and forth. So I was like, fucking fix it. So I, what I hate really this week is him, but also just that he and I are in a fight now because of this situation, because the world of New York City is so absurd that like I'm in this 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 having this argument that I shouldn't be having. It's just so messed up. So listen, then we get a call today. Today I get a text from him. The lady calls him from downstairs and says, "We'll we'll uh, let you stay for like uh, just a hundred bucks more." So I'm like, "That's what I'm talking about. That's what it normally should be." So wait, so- they're raising your rent though. They are raising our rent and we're already paying way too much. But like they were trying to raise our rent almost a thousand dollars. So, so, so now we, have to, I, we might just because of the ease, like because no, we would have to move by Moving next week. Moving is a bitch. Do you want me to move by next week? No, I would not be able to move by next week. Yes. So like just for like peace of mind. Uh, and then we're probably out of here in a, a year or two anyway. So, yes, that's what I hate. I hate. So him. you're staying. We're staying for now. Do the kids want to stay? Because I mean, yeah. yeah. But listen, this new apartment, the amenities were fucking sick. They were gonna have like they were gonna be able to just like leave the apartment and go like play all over the, the building. I mean, there was lots of cool stuff there. So oh, I don't know, but yeah, that's what I hate. What do you hate? By the way, that is. It, it reminds me of 
when you're already in a program and they're like, new customers get this. You're like, I don't know. How about the existing customers? So she, she said, I said, I went on, I went on street easy and I see that you're renting this exact apartment for a thousand dollars less. Cause they're like new people are getting a concession of one month's free rent. She goes, well, you can't expect, um, a, um, um, you can't ex- expect that every year for us to give you another free month's rent. And I was like, what, what about the people who've been loyal, loyal, good tenants for like nine years? Fuck you, bitch. That's what I said. I didn't say fuck you, bitch. Probably not. No, but I thought. <laughs> but you thought it. Yeah. What do uh, you hate? I mean, I, what I hate is nothing as extreme as you, no. uh, you and your husband almost being kicked to the street. Again. You would have had to use Again. dirty garbage bags as pillows <laughs> as, you laid on, <laughs> as you laid on 2nd Avenue. Cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, you know what I hate? And what? I'm not going to call them out specific, so I'll just say friends of ours we have friends of ours that are they friends that i know no you you do not you do not know them but it's i get some people are very particular about child care in fact we are we Mm -hmm. we use a babysitter here and there but i'm never weird about the babysitter once we've quote vetted them where i'm like all right this 20 something year old girl seems normal you're you're a teacher you're uh you're 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 going to school for teaching or oh you could assess someone. I feel like, you know, you like to think, mm-hmm. knock on wood, you're a good gauge of like, this is a good sitter. Unless you're here in New York City and then you're like, whatever, fucking Nicole and Matt scrounge up for the night. Yeah, like Nicole and Matt, <laughs> whoever you find, do it. But, and, and your daughter's old enough to sniff yes, out like yes, a creepster. Like, totally. like if, if, so, but we have friends who have kids around your kid's age. Okay. And, and your kids are? Uh, Keegan will be seven in September and Parker is nine. So almost 10, right? So 10, let's just say 10 and 7. No, she not. Just She's nine. not going to be fucking 10 until next March, motherfucker. So 9 and almost 7. I, I think that's forever. an age where I'm not saying you could leave them with anyone. Yeah. But I think the They're creepy not babies. baby. Like, yeah, like, there's no like diapers. Parker, yeah, Parker seems like if there was someone that was weird or doing something inappropriate, I'd like she, to think she she has the eye. Like she's she's yes. a really smart nine-year-old. Yes, very much. I have friends that have kids even a little older than yours that every time we try to plan something like you guys want to do a weekend trip or, hey, do you want to do this for someone's birthday or you want, hey, you want to do like a little dinner night out? They don't leave their kids because they don't trust anyone to a level where they're like, yeah, we only go places with our kids. Okay. I mean, get, get a life. I mean, honestly, I would have trouble being friends with those people because – like, uh, yes, your life changes when you have kids. But like you, like we've discussed this for years now on this podcast. I feel like you need to know that still they are being worked into your life. Your life's not changing for them, right? Like you can't, you can't change everything. Yes, you can no longer just have to fly the hat, just pick up and go somewhere. But like, you still need to live your life. Like your children can't just end everything for your social life. I, be- I believe can it's a uh, drop of a hat, not fly of a hat. Did I say fly of a hat? Yeah, yeah. Just the by, the fly of a, by the fly of a hat. Why did I say that? I, I don't know. But I, no, I agree. It's, I, I get it. You can't be like, oh, right. Wednesday night, let's go to the bar. No right. problem. Like I have work in the morning. I have kids. I, you can't do that. But no. if I were to say, Nicole, um, for your birthday, you know, for my birthday, we're all going to go, you know, I don't know, Vegas for the weekend. You can't be like, sorry, if, I'm coming with the kids. I, I can't. I can't come because I just never leave my kids. I don't understand that. So, like, what have you done? Have you like made jokes to them, or no? But it's you like feel every weird. time we see them is like with kids, right? Or like, hey, come over because 
they're with their so kids, but they we, they won't like leave. They won't leave. Like if one of them go, let's say uh, a mutual friend's like, hey, it's John's fortieth. One of them will go because they can never go together. Well, you remember, I think we talked about this on here too, when it was my 40th birthday and um, our good friends, I'll call them out because we discussed this, Mark and Sarah, they were not comfortable, which I get at the beginning, it can be scary to leave your kids with somebody, but they would only leave their kids with his moms and dad, his moms and dad, his mom and dad, or her mom and dad. And they live in a town where I have tons of friends in that town. And it's like tons of babysitters that are like, super vetted like that i could i could give them these amazing babysitters and it wouldn't be like a sleepover for the weekend it's for one night for like like dinner and drinks and then they would be home and they would not come to my 40th birthday because of that that was weirdo behavior but i understood it a little because it was a newborn but imagine if your kids was not a newborn but moving on if your kids are like 10 i'm not saying people aren't creepos but to say you never leave your kids is, I don't know, I just find yeah, it peculiar, I'm, and I feel like it's a, a friendship killer. It is a friendship killer. I would hate that. I'm sorry. I just look hey, like we're all star. going to, you know, we're all going to the lake for, uh, you know, sorry, so-and-so's birthday. It. Yeah. I mean, one of us could go or none of us could go or just, you know, if the, yeah. no, are, we, are we bringing kids? No. Well, we um, can't make it. Sorry. We're going to have to stay home and watch our kids on the iPad. Like, what? Like, yeah. What? Yeah, well, I mean, that, listen, that's, what I, that's what I hate because I just feel I like it's that. cramping. It's cramping our friendship with this couple is, a little bit. It is. Okay. Um, so I, I want to extend what I was just discussing about Matt because I need help in this situation because we got like I got in a fight with Keegan as if he was Matt last night. Like it was bad. Like I was crying. I had tears in my eyes in the bed and I need to learn to fucking control myself. I understand that. But I feel like Keegan is mean to me. Like, I'll be like, hey, like when we were away, we were at our friend's house this past weekend, like I was sitting outside and he kept getting up and I was like, come sit with me. And instead of sitting with me, he was like, no, I want to go inside. And just like, just, just to like defy me. And I was like, okay. Mm. And then if it's like, um, like he, I feel he only needs me if like I'm laying with him to go to sleep and he wants me to tickle his back. Like he's always, like everything he says, then he said something, we were sitting at the dinner table last night. He said something like, um, like whatever, like, like you don't know anything, mom or something. And like, that's not a big deal. He's six, but it was just like, Matt was like, that's mean. But I, I was like, no, like, dude, like why you can't just like say that stuff to me. Like he's it's, just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a product of the fun environment. It's listen, the problem with you. I know is I know. no, is, is also what makes you so fun. Like what makes you fun. Cool parents is also why these things happen. Like, it's like, yeah, your kid's going to be funny and cool and probably like cracking jokes and yeah. you're going to have very yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Cool, you're going to have very fun, cool kids, but they're going to be dicks to you because yeah. you and Matt are dicks, are dicks. <laughs> and and I've, I've been to your house and you guys have a really fun, loose environment where everyone's having fun. There's not many rules. I, I just feel like it, it's almost the pay. It's almost the it's like the cost benefit. Like, hey, if you date a model, it's great. But you know what you also have to deal with? Every dude wanting her right, and her traveling right, and her, right. there's always a given, uh, uh, you know, pluses and minuses to everything. And I guess the, the setback to being the cool parents is that your kids are going to be a dick. I just, and, and I think now I'm starting to realize a little bit of it. And this is what came out and then continued the fight. Cause I'm a little bit annoyed with Matt. There's like this undertone of like, I'm just like, I just feel icy towards him. I'm annoyed with the apartment thing. What happened? I'm going to be I in just, Vegas this weekend. You want to take it? Want to oh, meet me in Vegas? Hopping on a plane right now. Um, Invites there. I love you. Everything's love paid you. for. I can't, I can't. I'm not treating you like a hooker. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to sleep with you. I'm just saying, if you 
if uh, if you want to hop a flight to oh, Vegas to get away, you. I got all expenses this weekend. Oh, I'm going to see a, I'm going to see a fight with Fox. Oh, look at you just living your life. But Fox and Sports, not like Tucker Carlson. Fox. I, I know. <laughs> not, He's not, not like Fox Sean Hannity. Anymore. Are any of them um, on Fox anymore? Anyway, go on. Um, so I just I I'm mad at him and I'm not feeling good. So like he's talking about something and I kind of I didn't interrupt, but I was like, wait, why are you saying that? Because the, the something that he was saying to Keegan felt very like he was saying something nasty, passive aggressively to me while he talked to Keegan. And then I was like, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? And then it turned into a thing. And then again, I got like some snide, like, or like douchebag remark from Keegan. And it just was building. I just was like, you literally treat me. I'm just like, you're a dick. And then I went, I was like, you are so mean to me. The only time you need me is when you want me to fall asleep and tickle your back. And I'm like yelling at him like it's Matt. I'm like, you're nasty to me. Like, you say mean things. I ask you to come sit with me. You won't. You 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 don't listen when I speak to you. Like, I just like went off like it was like my husband. And I went off and then I stormed away. Now he starts to cry. And, and then I was like, and then I came in and um saw his iPad. I said, Can you please throw your plate away and, and go do this? And he just ignored me. And I grabbed the iPad and I threw it. And I was like, listen, you ungrateful little shit. Like, I I lost it. And Matt didn't even say anything. Normally he'll be like, Nicole, relax. Or he'll be like, listen, like, listen to your mommy. He just was like sitting there like, like a deer in headlights. And King got up and I was like, I don't know who you fucking think you are. I probably didn't swear. But I was like, I don't know who you think you are. But like, all I do is try to make you happy. Mommy works so you can have this beautiful life. All I do is buy you things and do fun things for you and bring and make this. And all you do is not listen and say mean things to me. And I don't like it. So I hear Matt's kind of quietly talking to you're, him. Like you're he, on the brink of say. Did every parent say like your parent? I'm going to send you to bad kids camp. That's what were, it were, felt were, like. Were you, were you close to telling him he was going to bad kids camp? No, but like I felt. I know I'm not the only one who's lost it like this. Like, and I and I felt I could feel myself, but I couldn't stop myself. I could hear Matt in the other room being like, "You cannot be, be like this to mommy." Like you could tell he was trying to be on my side, and he comes in the room like with his head down, tail between his legs. He's like, mm. "I'm sorry, mommy. I I love you." And I was like, okay, thanks. And I was like, you just better watch it, dude. I was like, you bet, you, like, you may not speak to me like your dad speaks to me. And I, I wonder where you're learning it from, kind of. And then Matt's like, I have nothing to do with this. And then it was this whole thing. So I really, I made it worse than it needed to be. But then I kind of felt like I was right. Like, I think they do. They, like, they swear when you swear. Like, they, like, I feel like when he sees Matt and I, like, argue, like, he speaks to me like Matt does sometimes. Like, and I feel like he's hurting my, he's, like, genuinely hurting my feelings. I laid in bed and cried. I felt, I feel like he's mean to me. I know I, I sound crazy right uh, now, but, I, like, I'm, like, I could cry talking about it. Like, listen, it's so upsetting. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. No, don't, I mean, listen. It's the product, uh, uh, it's the product of your kid being, like, a funny, smart-ass, cool kid. I, no, and he's mean. He's, he's, testing, he's testing. He's testing his limits. And he's a boy, right? So he, as as a little boy, as like a, you know, before you know it, he'll be, you know, what is he, seven, eight years old? He's, boys and girls, uh, contrary to <laughs> popular belief, are different, right? Like, yeah. girls have a sweeter side to them. Boys test their limits. Like, I, I'm not a, I don't believe in spanking or hitting, but I always no, tell Sarah. I always tell Sarah, I would never, ever hit my daughter. I would never spank her. But if our son is like a preteen little shithead, I may give, I may shake oh. him a little. I may give him a little. Eh, a little yeah. eh, Matt eh, squeezed eh. his arm. Like I don't know who you fucking trust you are, me, but I am way bigger boy, than you. I, yeah. You know my my parents didn't hit me. My parents were great no, parents. Me but a couple times my dad gave me a little like eh, like a little. I don't know. Yeah. You know, a little yeah. fucking grab or a little like yo you fucking. I don't know. Watch I, it. I, I 
I like, and it's my fault for not like pulling that aside and being like, I think that he acts this way because of this and just like turning it into this thing. And I was being passive aggressive by being like, don't talk to me like the way daddy talks to me. And, and I wonder where he learns it from. Like I shouldn't have done that, but I just like felt like I had it. I just don't know. I don't know what to do. And we, we talk about this a lot on have kids. I said like, you need to be like a united front, but like, I do not feel united right now. Sarah and I, and, and again, mo- most of the good habits I have are because I'm just sort of following Sarah's eye-rolling lead. lead. But Sarah is a, like, we never, like, even if she raises her voice for a second in front of the kids, we always look at each other like, no, no, like, like save save it. If you, yeah, if you got an issue, that. I got an issue later. Because, like, no one, especially if you come from divorced parents, you're like, you know what? It's so awkward and weird. You don't, I, we never scream at each other in front of the kids because I think it sets a bad precedent. I really do. I think it sets like a, oh, that's how people act. I don't know. I, I mean, I know, by the way, what I'm saying is like the most easier said than done thing ever. But if you could avoid screaming at each other in front of the kids. I know. It's, I know. Because screaming at each other in front of the kids makes them think like, oh, I guess that's how we operate in this family. No, I know that you're right. I have a lot of trouble controlling it. I am being just straight up transparent and honest. I have a lot yeah. of trouble controlling it. And my parents were not screamers. Neither of them ever raised their voice, which was kind of weird. So I don't know why I'm like that, but you know, you learn from listening to this podcast and being part of this family that I, we are a feisty couple. So it's hard. You're feisty. Love hard, Love fight hard. hard, fight hard. Anyways, sorry yeah. for getting emotional. I'm, hey. I'm tired. Hey. Hey, don't worry. I feel uh, like Barbara Walters, you cried. You did. <laughs> I mean, that's just like I'm a, oh, you know, what a right. broadcaster. Well, I mean, I, I have I have such a good top that today. It'll make uh, well, hold laugh. on. I, I got something I wanted to bring up. Uh, okay. I, I got something real quick. Two things. Number one, there is, there is a law. I, I just want to go over these two. It's not a law like, it's not a law like, uh, There's you a know. There's a law. It's not like a police law. It's not like a society law. There's something called Parkinson's law, and it has nothing to do with the awful disease Parkinson. It's yes. it's just another doctor. A, a guy wrote an essay in the 1950s. Parkinson's, Parkinson's law. law. Okay. And the law just and it. I bring it up because when you have friends that don't have kids, yeah, that talk about how busy they are. Yes. Or you have friends that have a very like. Not a crazy work schedule, not no right. kids, and they're just like, right. I'm so busy. You're like, No, busy. you're not. Or like, you're not. You ever, if one of your parents is retired and they're like, I was very busy, like, busy with your feet up watching Netflix. No, uh, you're not busy. I, there's something called Parkinson's Law, and it's just an interesting thing. It's, I'll break it down to like layman's terms. Whatever the time you have in a day, you get used to extending whatever little responsibility or a lot of responsibility you have into that time period. So like when you have kids, you know, that thought where you're like, man, what did I do before kids? You just sort of extended what you were doing then. The the concept would be in the call. If I gave you a workload, right. And I said, oh, you have all day to do it. It might take you two hours but like a lot of workers, what do they do? It takes them nine to five to do it because they're like, well, right. I'll just sort of take my time. So when you say, what did I do before kids? You just maybe took an extra 20 minutes to get home. Right. You know, right. you when you, right, went, right, when you right. went to go get a cup of coffee, you weren't like, come on, let me mobile order to get it quick. Right. Like right. you just like, so when you, have friends that coffee, are, right. when you have friends that are single without kids and they're like, I'm busy, they are because according to Parkinson's law, They've taken their responsibility and have told themselves, I'm busy. That fills my day. 
But like, why did they not come up with a new name? Like Parkinson's is already taken and it's for a disease. It, it, so I, I know. Oh, that's, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm glad that's your takeaway. I'm glad that's your takeaway. Thank you. Why did they come up with a new name? But um, I'm just saying like, cause I, I, get I get frustrated. I get frustrated when people with very little going on are like, uh-huh. I'm busy. I'm like, well, you know what? In their mind. It is. They are like, I don't know. It's my all relative. Are, my kids are not doing any travel, anything, sports, dance, this or anything. There's parents that every fucking yeah. week of their life, they're going That's somewhere busy. and they probably look at me and they're like, busy. You're yeah. at home every weekend. Right. So essentially what you adjust, let's say you and Matt are having a party, right? You could probably shop, get alcohol and clean the house in an hour or so. But if totally. you know you have six hours until the party, you will spread you'll it out, use fill that time. Right. That's six it. hours. So I'm okay. sorry if I'm not being that clear, but I thought it was interesting because it's so funny when you have kids, you're like, what did I do beforehand? Yes. You, you were busy. You just yeah, that's interesting. Yourself. Yeah. I'm glad you re-explained it because all I took away from it was <laughs> Parkinson's is already, <laughs> already taken. Uh, uh, can I give you a, my weekly Rich Davis fail before we get into top that? Yeah. You know how I, apparently I, I just I'm, I give backhanded compliments. Apparently, yeah. I you always look good say the dumbest for thing. For your age, hey Nicole, you look really hot for your age. <laughs> Nicole, for someone that had two kids, like you don't look too shabby. <laughs> like I, yeah, my compliments are awful. I don't oh, know why. They I, always, you I, can't I, help it. Nicole, wow, like for forty, man, I still would. Yeah. So you know how like uh, I got to make it clear, Sarah and I. I, I, it's not like I'm deprived. It's not like we're this sexless couple. We're not. It, it, we, you know, we, we have a healthy lifestyle together. Yes. But apparently I'm bad at not reading like this isn't a good time. You, you are. You are bad. You've always been bad at that. You're bad at that. In your scenario, if I, if I were Matt, while you were crying about Keegan, I'd be like, so like, you in the mood? Right. <laughs> like, like, Correct. I don't know. But not just sexually. You've been bad at like like timing in everything. You talk up, you bring up things in a, it, when we used to work together, like on the radio. Like, yeah, you've always been bad with that. So I like to call this the horny traveler. <sighs> so Sarah just got back to LA yesterday and she had driven for two and a half days. She drove from Austin to El Paso, eight hours. Yes, she chose Stayed, this though. You told me yeah, she, she chose she it. She chose this, by the way. Stayed at a hotel. Drove another seven hours to Phoenix. Stayed with our friends Nico and Dana. Drove seven hours from Arizona to Los Angeles. She's sick. And during the final stretch of her trip, she's like, I can't wait to get home. And I'm like, yo, tonight. You're like, nah. folks, <gasps> yo, tonight. Honestly, you're the worst. She, I was like, I was like, tonight, I'm gonna get home from work. House is clean. There's nothing to do. I'll order food. Well, you know, I'm yo, you feeling it? And she's like, no, no, just driven 10 million hours for days. She's just, with children I just alone. spent the last two days in a car. I'm like, traveling doesn't get you horny. <laughs> no, like, she's not the horny traveler. So I was like, why, why aren't you? I have a question. After a long work trip, I mean, I guess you're a guy. So you're just ready. I mean, you give, Sarah, one, Sarah, give me a Sarah hole said, and you're ready to go. Sarah said to me, she goes, who is a horny traveler? I go, apparently <laughs> you're not. So I'm like, what? I was like, well, I mean. You know, maybe I am the horny traveler. I was like, oh, I was like, I would think that you were just looking this as as, as a uh, a mission to get back home to do me. Oh, you are. You would think that. That's such a rich Davis like fucking. You just thing. drove. You just drove twenty hours for this Dickens. I want to punch you through the screen. Well, so right there. just so you know, Sarah's not the not horny traveler. Guess what? You, I would think I... that I would think that after a seven-hour final leg of the road trip, 
She would just want to sp- spread Bang one out. No, she does not want to spread them. Nope. Get home. Doesn't want to do it. No. She was like, no. she's like, I want to take like an hour shower or bath, lay in bed, put With on no a, kids. She's like, put you on a ma- she's kids. like, put on a mask, watch something. I'm like, and fuck, fuck. Me. <laughs> Hate your guts. No. Okay. All right. Um. Do you want to hear? Uh, so so. No. I'm not, not a, a horny hor- traveler. I, no, I'm not a horny traveler either. My no? name is Nicole Ryan, and I am not a horny traveler. Mm, okay. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid is about performance. Not just on the road, but in life. With not only trunk space, but room to make memories. It's electric with a backup plan where the only speed that matters is how fast you can slow down. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid performance where it matters the most visit volvocars.com slash us to learn more wait are you ready for a good laugh because this is the most me thing ever okay top that let's hear it oh i i the one thing i'm allowed to do is spin i don't do like all the craziness like all of the the um, choreography and stuff but it's it's not impact so my surgeon did say i could go spinning and i've told you guys this so i've been doing it every once in a while and it just feels good you know it's like dark the music is loud it just feels great so and it just feels good to sweat that's like one of my stress relievers one of my anxiety relievers so i'm on the bike this class is great the music's amazing that's one of the things so she ends the class with living on a prayer and everybody's going crazy we're going nuts and like you're just going so fast it just felt so good can you say that again what was the final song living on a prayer thank you because why because that song is what like one of the greatest songs of all time thank you maybe the greatest song of all time at our wedding which yeah. was a decade ago yeah. more, more than that yeah sarah and i one of our few discrepancies was what should the final song of the night and be? you wanted that and i said fucking living obvious on a prayer. living on a prayer i mean not journey eh, i'd say living on a prayer living oh, on a prayer everyone we're screams halfway yeah. there. Sarah's, oh! <laughs> sarah's like what about george Strait or something no, I'm like no. what like, no. i'm like i'm like we her. could do uh, who did friends in low places like that's no, not I it's not care. george Strait. but i was like that should be in the mix no. yeah but but no living on a prayer and she's like well that's not very texas yeah I'm like, well, well we know no. fucking living on a prayer is the perfect ending to a so, spin class to a wedding right. to a party anything it just it just seals the deal so then after that they play like a very okay all right we got i'll just it. do that while you're telling the story so then we're playing but we're moving on to a new song because now it's the cool down song so she's playing some olivia rodrigo she's playing traitor you know the song traitor i'm a bigger fan of vampire Okay, I do like Vampire. My okay, new, so my new favorite hit. It's still dark. It's the music is loud, and you're just kind of slowing your legs down. And I'm dripping sweat. My eyes are closed. Oh, and good for and you. I'm, yeah, I get it, you. Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah. So I'm we're singing, and then you know, then the the part comes like that's the chorus, right? And as the chorus starts, and 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 it, it, she's ready to be done. She's gone a little bit too over the time. So my eyes are closed, and all of a sudden I go, "You betrayed me," and the song is off. 
the lights are on, the music is off, and I'm singing at the top. Oh boy! And and, and then every I like open my eyes because I hear the music off, and everyone is turned on their bikes, like staring at me. It's not that big of a deal. It was a little embarrassing. I felt like she like took me because it was like, what the fuck, man? We were just we were just playing that. The, the stretch isn't over. And I just I felt like everybody was scream singing. And so I just I was bringing it on home. Uh, uh, bring it home, Coley. Br- br- uh, what did you know? Send it in, Jerome. That's not something we're going to talk about. But from the basketball player that someone screamed, send it in, Jerome. Let's not talk about it. Something that Keegan's obsessed with right now. OK, anyways. So. That happened, and I was mortified. That's Sweet. my top I'm that. At, uh, Vegas this weekend? No, it's not happening. Oh. I have plans. I'm sorry. Um, um, give me your top that. Can you top that? Is uh, yours going to top that? I, I think I think I might because okay. it's just embarrassing. So, <laughs> so there's two big movies out right now. Yes, I'm leaving right after we're done right now. I'm getting in the shower because I just went to physical therapy, and I'm taking Parker to go to Barbie. Right, like right now. Barbie and Oppenheimer. Correct. I want to sort of see both of them. Hey, mm-hmm. we we work in the pop culture we world. I, I said, you know what? It's probably good to be in the loop on these things. So I said, you know what? I love going to the theater. People seem to be back more than ever. Right. I saw Mario at the theater and with so the good. kids. And I was like, oh, I loved it. So I said, you know what? I want to see both. Grandma's watching the kids for a few more days. So I was like, Sarah, when you get back to L.A., what movie do you want? What movie do you want to watch? Because I was here in LA for a couple days by myself, and oh, Matt could tell you that must have been really hard. No, no, Matt could tell you it is hard. I'll tell you why. Because when you don't have your wife and kids around, you miss them, but you can't live a, a single guy life. So it's like if you're single, you could be like, "Yeah, I'm going to go out and try to do dumb things." But if you're married, you can't do that. When you're married. Right, and so you're you're, stu- you're like shackled a little. Yeah, you're sort of like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because if I was single and alone, I'd be fucking on the prowl or doing something right. dumb. But I can't do that because I'm married. So I'm sort of like, I guess I'll uh, go to a movie. So I was like, I'll go to a movie by myself. So I said, Tell me Sarah, you went to Barbie all by yourself. So Sarah said, oh. well, I really want to see. I'm like, oh, you want to see Barbie? We'll see that together. She's like, to be honest, not really. I want to see Oppenheimer. So she goes, when I get back to LA, let's see Oppenheimer. So I said, so, so you don't want to see Barbie? Does that she goes, not really. I said, all right. I just happened to look. I go, all right, the AMC in my neighborhood. I'm like, Calabasas, Did you, did you get the Barbie Corvette filled with popcorn? Because some of the AMCs <laughs> so, are doing that. So I said, let me look up movie times. I'm like, oh, look at this. Oh. Everything's sold out. But much like a baseball game or a basketball game or something, what's always available in a good seats? Solo Tenic- tickets. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, if, yeah, like yeah. if you want to go right. to like a Yankees game, the Knicks game, if you're like your right. one ticket, you can sit right, right, courtside. Right. Like a right, lot of right, times right. last minute, it's like one ticket right behind the dugout, 80 bucks. Yeah. So I was like middle of the theater, one solo ticket. I'm like, it's a sign. Click nine o'clock Barbie. I'm going by myself. Me, myself and I, baby. Okay. So I get there. I get my popcorn and you know, you got to do it with popcorn, right? Fill it up halfway. Butter. Then you put the butter, <laughs> oil that shit up. Ugh, now you fill it up, but oh, get extra no, napkins. No, I like my, no, you're Extra gross. napkins so you don't get all that grease on your pants Have we never shorts? been to a movie theater together? Why? I feel like we've gone to like premieres together. I don't remember ever. Do you remember we ever... went to the theater and I, and I played the popcorn trick on you? 
<laughs> I hate your nuts. All right, all right. So you got your popcorn. So I'm, then I'm one. there. I'm sitting there. I get there not a little early. I get there at like showtime, but I forgot. There's 20 minutes of preview. So mm. now that you have assigned seats at the theater, it's very old school to show up on time because you know there's 20 minutes of no. previews. Like I'm, I'm literally going. This movie starting at 5:20. I'm going at 5:50, and I'm still going to sit through through some trailers. Yeah, I mean, I know for my my friend works in the movie theater industry and said there's like mm-hmm. there could be up to 21 minutes i think of previews or something like that the last movie that i went to was 35 Jesus. minutes so i was like i got there at nine o'clock and i was like man empty theater and i'm like um oh, I'm, I'm the old guy that showed up early because i'm like nine o'clock movie i'll be there at nine sitting there with my popcorn the theater starts packing up all these girls wearing pink and everyone's all hanging now, and you're like the lone now, loser now these are like the leather recliner chairs and that you know yes. how they're usually like two together like two Two, yes, two, yes, that's two. what we're going to. So I'm thinking like, oh my God, who's the person that's stuck with me in the two-seater? Because it's the there's an armrest, but it's like two, <sighs> two, two. And I see this, oh, no. I, I see oh, these no. people coming down the aisle when it's starting to get crowded and they're like, I think, I think there might be wrong seats or something because we're in, we're in, we're in like E8 and 9 and I see that you're in E10. And I'm like, yeah. They go, oh, we figured like, so wait, you're, you're not, you're not with someone. I'm like, oh, they go, oh, I'm sorry. We thought like, we assumed that like you'd be here with your girlfriend or boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? And I said, do you say my boyfriend was busy tonight? My boyfriend was busy tonight. In my mind, I'm like, oh my God. They, they were like, ever, I'm thinking about it. Like, most of the time, you're like, no one's oh. really looking at me. I probably yes. did look. Everyone I probably is looked. looking at you alone at the fucking Barbie movie in a sea of Pepto-Bismol. And essentially, because I was like the first one there, everyone was probably like, there's like one guy by himself sitting in the middle of the theater, like eating a fucking tub of popcorn by himself. And like making noise because it's so greasy. He's like... Oh. So that was oh. my story. Oh, I People, love you so much. Sir, I'm sorry. Are we... Maybe the seats are wrong. I'm like, no, no nope. one's next to me. Just me. I love you. Take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. Do you want the armrest up or down? Or you want to snuggle? <laughs> so I love you, you so much. All right, I need one more minute. All right, and um, three, two, two one, one, go. I was driving home alone, which rarely happens because I'm never really allowed to drive because, well, Matt is such oh, a controlling st- freak. Sticky, ba- sticky bandits, yeah. home alone. Sticky bandits, yeah. So um, I was driving home and I was in a little bit of a storm. I was I had just gone to see my manager had a baby. So my friend, uh, my manager, Amy, had a baby. So I'm driving home. I'm on the highway and there's this girl who's like sliding in. Now, I do not have a road rage. I never get it. I'll get there when I get when I get there. Yeah. Matt's the one with the fucking crazy road rage. And with the kids in the, the car, right? They're just, they're just used to dad being like, you fucking asshole. So this woman is like she almost like drives me off the road trying to get in right trying to get in like when we're merging onto the highway and for some reason i felt like i was in beef and i started chasing her (laughs) and then i then i caught up to her after i'd given her the finger in my window behind when nicole says beef she means the ali wong show on netflix where road rage turns into a 10 episode like ruining each other's lives which you should go see it's it's a great show about road rage it's 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 intense. It's funny. It's sad. Yeah. So what anyways, do you and Matt think of? What do you and Matt think of beef? Because that, like, that shows you it. what road rage. Could I do. mean, we—he's never done like that. Yeah, okay, he just, you know. Saying, no. Anyways, so long story short, I—I've given her the the finger once. I like cut in front of her and was like, "You're trying to run me off the road." I start chasing her when I when I finally caught up to her. I I like got next to her and I was just like, 
I didn't know what to do. So I just gave her the finger again. But like, and then I, I talked about it this morning on the radio and they were like, next time you should just give it a thumbs up or thumbs down. Like, fuck you, oh, thumbs, thumbs down. No, thumbs down is better than middle finger. I'm yeah. going to go with that. I, middle finger is like, oh, okay, <sighs> typical middle finger. Okay. Thumbs down, sort of like, wah, okay. wah. Yeah. Anyways, so there's my minute. Don't be like beef. Don't do that. I got up there and I realized how absurd I was once I got there. and was like, and now what are you going to do, Nicole? You're going to shoot her? You don't have a gun. Yeah, what, what, what are you gonna do? You gotta fight her. You gotta I get don't out know. of your car. No, I'm gonna you get that, Have you seen that viral video of the guy punching the car window and people are remixing it into a beat? No, no, but that sounds <laughs> no. amazing. Very All funny. right. Do you have a minute? Uh I mean if you want to force me to. It shouldn't be forced, okay? This is um, this is part this oh, my, is part my minute of- is I signed my kid up, I signed Emmy up for uh softball for nice. kids. You know, and 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 are you gonna be the annoying I'm, like I'm softball gonna be, dad? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a coach because oh, of I course feel like you are. Not because I feel like I could teach the kids a lot, but also because I think it would frustrate me to watch another unenth- dad, un- unenthusiastic parents, perhaps not teach the right lesson. I'm not so going to thumbs down that. I'm going to double thumbs up that. Yeah, I'm not going to be. I'm not like bat dad. I'm not like some. Cr- yeah. I'm, I'm going to let the kids have fun. But I just feel like yeah. I know that I could be good at that. So I'm like, why would I not do it? And then uh, then I, what am I going to do? Sit there with Sarah being like, if I was doing it. I'd yes, do it. right. That's exactly what you'll so do. I'm like, well, then I might as well be proactive and volunteer and uh if your kid's on my team, don't fuck with me. You betrayed me. Okay. Um, I Chuck, love you. Class is over. <laughs> it's over, Nicole. Get out. Get off the bike. I love you so much. I'm Master Nicole. That's at Rich Davis. And then please hit us up on TikTok and um, on Insta at Have Kids They Said Pod. Um, and then subscribe to the podcast. New episodes every Thursday. And yeah. rate us five stars. Leave us comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. And tell all your friends about the podcast so these family can grow. All right. With that said, thank you to our producer, Chris. Love you, Chris. He's super handsome. He has great hair. He does. And, and uh, he's a great producer. And we'll see you guys next week. Have yeah. kids, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Is a Sirius XM production. Sirius XM Podcasts. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze. And it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids. Back in the room. You gotta come on, guys. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.